Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, we're really excited about this new sponsor. It's Snooze Mattress. They have something called the Snooze Flip, which is the most universal mattress on the planet. It's a mattress that is designed to fit everybody. It's actually the world's first four-in-one mattress. You can choose soft, firm, cool, or cozy. And then you can flip it to choose your comfort level. Then you can zip it with Snooze Mattress's reversible and washable temperature-regulated cover. They hooked a couple of us DNVR employees up with a new mattress. It's gotten great reviews. Everybody loves it. Super comfortable. And like I said, you can customize it to fit however you like to sleep. So what you need to do is go to snoozesleep.com. When you get there, you're going to use code DNVR. You're going to receive $250 off a mattress and $250 off an adjustable base. So this is an incredible deal. Go to snoozesleep.com type in code dnvr it's going to give you 250 bucks off a mattress and 250 bucks off an adjustable base this is an awesome company made in colorado by colorado people designed of course for the rest of the world Uh, so check them out go to snoozesleep.com use code dnvr (laughs) (laughs) oh man the chat. Uh, the chat <laughs> the is chat's uh, on fire early. Chat, like, not in a fire good way. Fire as in they have some it's hot takes. actually burning itself to the ground. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the Losers Lounge. Bah, bah, bah. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Exhale. <sighs> By the end of segment one, hopefully we can all uh, collectively move on from this. Oh, I'm not going to move on. I'm hoping to melt down entirely. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's melt down, and then we can build back up. This game tonight is the Nuggets fall to the Memphis Grizzlies on the road. Kind of felt like a Broncos game. Oh man, Broncos catching more strays. <laughs> catching more strays. Nuggets suck because <laughs> they, they can't score. It's boring. You're just kind of like you're just like, oh, maybe this is the time they score. Like, nope. They but just... they won yesterday. The Broncos in boring fashion. Well, okay, but half the time they don't. We're down bad, bro. We, we don't are need down this. bad. <laughs> Um, all right, guys. We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't check your phones. Don't 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 check the app. We 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 had a, a, it was a rough real, night for everyone. A cold night for everyone. It's they just cold across cold the board. Cold nights happen. Cold nights do happen. Uh, yeah. Harrison wins over here. He's icy. <laughs> it was also cold in the bar tonight. I'm freezing. You guys were joking that I was going to do the show behind like a blanket yeah. like this. Go buy a jacket we from the merch joking. store down can below I get a, right Can now. I get away with this like for just a little while? <laughs> First off, get here, Adam. No. I, oh. You're soft, Adam, is what you are. Soft. soft. <laughs> We've been collectively using that word a lot. I won't tell you who we're talking about. Over here, freezing cold takes, Eric. Uh, I'm quite warm. I have a, a, a light jacket on, but it's enough. And my You're co- still buzzing from that pregame show segment. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime that I get to spew venom about design, like, yeah, it makes yeah. me whole. And then over here in the snowy sweater, it's Dev. I mean, somebody can't prepare. <laughs> you did come back. You did look the warmest prepared. out of all of us. Yeah, but honestly, like that game was, it, it was kind of like a Broncos game. Like just no highs, kind of boring, small bit of hope, <laughs> and then it just went bad. Nuggets were cold, man, and I mean that's the story. There's a lot of little takeaways <laughs> we can have, but you know, Bones Highland hits a three at the at the end, the last possession to get to drag the Denver Nuggets up to 23.7% from three tonight, just nine of 38. Uh, and like I said, a couple of those threes came at the end when garbage time was already was already over. Yeah. They were 19, 20% for most of the night. Uh, Harrison, what's your first takeaway? Well, we can start with that, and it's kind of a symptom of what this Nuggets team has been about this year, at least on the offensive end of the floor. 
it's really just been a one-man team. It's really just been Nikola Jokic talking about from an offensive perspective. Kind of was tonight, 23 points. I mean, Aaron Gordon gave him 15, but outside of that, you know, not much help. And the three-point shooting, yeah, it's been a huge problem. They shot, I think, 37% against Phoenix on opening night. They haven't shot above that since. They had a pretty good three-point shooting game in Utah. Other than that, they've been trash from the three-point line. Absolute trash. And there's a couple big reasons why, and they're pretty obvious. Michael Porter Jr. is ice cold from three. There are a couple other guys who are ice cold from three, too. Jamichael Green, even though he hit one tonight, Jesus. has shot the three ball terribly this year. Jeff Green's been really, really cold. Uh, Aaron Gordon's been cold. Aaron I mean, Gordon has been what shooter, he is. Period. Yeah. Uh, guys have been up and down. So the, the big one's Porter because you rely on him to be a 40-plus percent guy on really high volume. Um, but the three-point shooting all year has sucked. It just has. Yeah. Dev? Uh, my takeaway is that uh, a couple weeks into the season and we still have not found any zone rhythm, anything going for that second unit. And yeah. it's just kind of um, trickled into the, uh, the, the the first unit, too, because they're trying to throw guys in. They're trying to offset and put guys with the second unit to try to find some type of stopping of the of the bleeding, stoppage of the bleeding. And I just feel like unless you actually have a guy in that second unit that you could get yourself going and try to like rally behind, you're going to have nights like this where Jokic isn't going to be able to to play to his best because I mean you get tired. They they played a multiple games um, in a week. I, it just looked like they were tired this week yeah. or in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like this is like the early part of the season. Like yesterday, we were like, ah, yeah, Nuggets number one, and like today, we're like, this team is terrible. They got terrible. I don't think I don't think anybody thinks the team's terrible. You're right that it is the, the ebbs and flows, but the cold shooting that's the oh, thing it's that, terrible. That's I mean, the, the thing that's like okay. There's the trend, maybe, perhaps. It's not a trend. It's just what's happening right now. Okay, you know, like that's what I, I don't know. It's just early season stuff. Like every now and again, I mean, not every now and again. Literally every year we go through this. Like early on in the season, we're like, "What? What's going on with this team? Jokic is playing. No one else can play around him." Uh, and then like later on, we're like, "Oh man, this team's incredible." Yeah. So we're in the we're in the bad part right now. <laughs> well, the Nuggets are twenty fifth. Well, came into tonight twenty fifth in three point percentage. So it is a bit of a tr- like a season long trend. But to your point, seven games in, you know, three games of being hot from the three point line, you can kind of wildly swing up, but. Uh, I think it really does come down to when we talk about three-point shooting, primarily Michael Porter. I mean, I don't know what the numbers say, but he's shooting so low right now that if you just gave him his averages, does Denver go from 25th to like 15th? Probably. Just Probably. single-handedly off of like him that. because of how many he takes and and because of how cold he's been. Um, you know, that's probably... The, the takeaway to me is just the shooting. Like, I do think this is one of those games where it's like, hey, the ball didn't bounce their way, and they didn't do anything else to make up for it. We've seen some games where the shooting wasn't there or guys weren't there. It wasn't going easy. The Minnesota game, nobody could make a shot, but they gritted it out. Tonight, it was like none of that stuff really happened. Nobody t- yeah. played above themselves on the on the margins, really, including Jokic, by the way, on the margins to, to kind of lift them over that. Just quickly, to me, it's like this game was lost with – that bench unit in the third quarter when they like gave up not only a lead but they ended up co- like getting down eventually what I think was the actual margin of loss which is about ten right right um, and it was there was no stagger it was just Will Barton on the court uh, along with just the the right. do, los dos verdes Faku yeah uh, and it was a mess like no one could do anything the offense was uh, I don't even know if you can call it stagnant it was just nothing like yeah. nobody was getting into the paint. It was just, it was ugly. It's like, it's that thing, it's that lineup that we always see that just is always terrible. <laughs> and like every time it's terrible, like, man, we, I hope I never see that again. We but just here, can I make, can I make staggering. a quick point though? Because here's, this is part of it. You're, we got the stagger tonight with Will Barton playing with him. And there was a couple other little mm. mixers in, but the lineup you're talking about was that. And this is what I was, this is why I made such a point about Bones isn't going to save the lineup. Like this is, well, we everybody wanted the stagger. Just keep one guy out there. I'm telling you, that bench has too many guys that I look at that I'm like, I don't know, man. That it's almost like you need a complete overhaul. You need multiple moves because tonight you still got into a ton of pick and pops, a ton yeah. of like just. There was possessions we were watching it today at the bar together, and I'm like, the ball is not going in the paint. And we'd watch two or three possessions where the ball never even got inside the painted area. It just was all just passing around the perimeter, pick pop, pass around, and it's just it's tough. Yeah. And that's why you actually probably have to give Michael Malone some credit because he has adjusted his bench. 
Yeah. Like, people are always like, oh, Malone's not going to change his rotation. Malone doesn't play this guy. Well, he went to a total stagger. He's playing Will Barton and Michael Porter Jr. with the bench. Yeah. It's not on him right now that that bench group isn't working. Those guys just haven't played well. Um, Will Barton hasn't played well these last couple games. Michael Porter Jr. hasn't played well the entire season. And, yeah, that group just hasn't really fit together. Bones Highland's gotten out there these last couple games. Thought he's added a spark. There's been some really positive developments, I think. But, you know, he's going to be in the mix going forward. So I don't think this is like a Malone thing not playing the right guys. He doesn't really deserve the blame here. It's just that group can't figure it out. They, they can't figure out how to generate good looks. The second storyline for me tonight would be the rebounding. Denver got out-rebounded 55-40 to 40 tonight. Yoke tonight, only seven rebounds. That's why I said even he. Usually Yoke does so many things on the margins that it's like, hey, yeah. everybody can play terrible, but if Yoke plays well, it's like, okay, it's still 50-50, even against good teams. Tonight, you know, he still put up the good stat line. I mean, 23.7 rebounds, seven assists, still pretty good. He, he was 9 of 15, which is pretty great as well. He did go 2 of 6, so he led the team in three-pointers made. Not usually a good thing, but um, but he didn't rebound tonight. And as a team, they didn't. And I thought one of the storylines for that was Memphis did a very good job. Jaron Jackson started three for three from three, and I think that kind of spread out. That opened up mm -hmm. the court a lot. But two, they played a lot of five-out basketball tonight. When Adams was on the court, he was in there. But when he wasn't, it was five-out. Denver was stretched to the to the brim and just constantly rotating and giving up offensive rebounds. Not only was it five-out basketball, but it was – the. Nuggets offense was just out of whack from not um, making shots, but they continued to shoot those bad shots. Um, if you look at just like the, the shot distribution, like guys are taking a lot of contested shots yeah. with not a guy in their rebound. And this was a night that Jokic right. wasn't grabbing every single rebound. So it was one shot on one end and the other team uh, or Memphis is just getting multiple shots yeah. while being five out, while having a guy that's just on Jokic the entire time, which you have to give credit to Steven Adams. Um, and Jaron Jackson, the way that they defended. But when you don't have shots going in and you're only, like, limited to one to one shot, you're going to have a rough night, and that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. See, my, my just my overall feeling on this game is that they played with Memphis. They had the lead. They played well enough the sure. entire time except yeah. for that stretch. Sure, sure. But, I mean, even in the stretches where they were even, there were still, like, some mistakes that were yeah, – but, but but they they didn't have to overcome them. Like, I mean, truly, like, if they had just been able to stay even during that terrible, like, two, three-minute stretch, like, you yeah. know, that's like – it's at least coming down to where it's competitive at the end. It's not just like, all right, like, what do we do? It did just feel like, like – didn't you feel like Nuggets were down 10 – five, six minutes remaining. Nicole Jokic comes back in the game. It kind of felt like we were primed maybe for a Jokic takeover. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. I was didn't ready you have for that it. Yep. Well, yeah. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't get the ball as much as he should have. I agree. Um, the offense wasn't really running that smoothly. Uh, they just didn't have it at the end. Um, so I, I felt like they were in position even with how badly that bench played. Um, but Jokic just didn't have that extra juice. Uh, to close this game tonight. Okay. Do you want to pull up king of the game here before we hit our first break? Uh, Kale, I said, it sounds like you have it ready to go. Uh, it's Jokic. Honestly, this is like a sad... Usually we say that king of the game, like Jokic could win it every single night, but sometimes we grade on a curve. Um, we still have to give it to Jokic, even though I think on a curve he was... This was not one of his better games. Just There's was, also one stat he had tonight that's not on there. He had four blocks. Tonight. Four block shots. That actually could have gone the out there. The rim yeah. protector. Rim protection still, uh, still elite there for you. It's Yoke. climbing. It's a king of the game because honestly nobody really stood out in Jokic. <laughs> I, know, I mean, dude. it's just by far the best player. So. <laughs> in a land of no kings, the kingish is the king. He's pretty good. And he <laughs> wow. Became the king. We'll try again tomorrow. In, in, a in the is. world of blind men, the, <laughs> the man with one eye is king. Wow. He is just so smooth with his. <laughs> so eloquent. <laughs> uh, let's hit our first break. We'll try to bring some more positive energy. Yeah. Some more positive energy on the other, on the other side. Guys, make sure to pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager from Breck Brew this week. You know the beer. You know the can. It's got that Nuggets Blue uh, can with the Nuggets logo on it. Pick some up from your local liquor store. Pick some up from maybe your local grocery store. Most of them have it. If you're at the Breck Brew Farmhouse here in Littleton, uh, pick some up there as well. Uh, great beer for any occasion if you're watching a Nuggets game, if you're going to the park. Maybe maybe you're going skiing. We're getting into ski season. Oh, oh, oh. It's a little cooler out, a little chilly. Mile High City Copper Lager is perfect. Uh, for that as well, so make sure to pick some up today. You going skiing, Dev? 
Yeah, of course. <laughs> cool. I'm from Colorado. <laughs> that was Take a, a hot scare. air balloon up there. Big hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Spaceships. <laughs> uh, this weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, guys. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports bank partner of the NFL, they've got you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. If they do, you win $200 in free bets. Uh, that's at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You can also get in on same-game parlays. Football, basketball, NFL, NBA, they've got them in both of those. Uh, we always get in on those here for Nuggets games. Uh, it makes Broncos games a little more fun when you got a same-game parlay <laughs> on that. So uh, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports bank partner of the NFL must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, let's try to get some silver linings before we go back to the dark clouds. Because there are a few okay. dark clouds else to get to. Um, I've got one. Okay. This has been a growing thing. It'll probably be featured on the list at some point this week. The chemistry between Gordon and Jokic has really been strong this year, and mm -hmm. it, it appears to be growing. And there was a couple mm -hmm. mo moments tonight, both ways. Yep. Jokic to Gordon, Gordon to Jokic, that I'm like, those guys, th those guys got a little connection going. They are I, starting yeah. to click. Go they ahead. are starting to click uh, together, especially with uh, Aaron Gordon being like that defensive anchor, and then um, Jokic trusting in him, and now him being in help side. I think that their chemistry on the defensive end has opened up the offense, and also just yeah. him knowing how aggressive he is and. And just his strength, that, that's been pretty good. But also just having a, a rim runner and a guy that he could throw it up to, that, that's that been great lately. Yeah. There's that one play tonight you where in the <laughs> I'm in the chat. Well, I'm still listening. Okay. Do you want me to, uh, do you want me to say so? Wait, wait a second. <laughs> there was that one play tonight where Yoke threw that little lob inside yes. for Aaron Gordon. The water and he polo. had the one hand. Oh, water yeah. Polo catch, and I was like, yeah. oh. I'm telling you, remember earlier this year we said what would make the perfect highlight? This was off-season yeah. com commentary. And one of the ones we landed on was if Michael Porter hits a Sambor shuffle. That will never happen. But I'm saying it would be cool. But Aaron Gordon hitting the water polo shot tonight kind of felt like that, where yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, what are Jokic's children? Yeah. You know, like, that was like, cute. Yeah, that was very cute. It was very adorable. Yeah, it, was it was adorable. Cute. I'm, I'm telling lighting you. was very silver. My, um, my like, personal approval rating or connection to Aaron Gordon skyrocketing this season. Oh, like, dude, I like Darren Gordon. Dude. Uh, he, is, you know, he is just a completely different guy and player than I thought he was. Before Adam he buying AG, buying man. silver. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 he got the belly out of Dev. So, so dumb. So How do I terrible. host the show when I, I have to look at Eric? Uh, no, I'm serious, though, man. Like, I, I've really enjoyed him. You're right. His game is different. I, I, remember, I just thought he was, honestly, this empty calorie scorer, and that's what he wanted to do, and that's what he cared about, and that's the guy he wanted to be. And he comes here, and from day one, he's just like, I want to be the defensive glue that this team needs. I'm like, oh, my God. And this guy's incredible. And cutting and even and just doing some of that stuff. I will say tonight he did hit two three-pointers, which feels somewhat miraculous since nobody else made any any shots tonight. He goes, what did he go, two of five? Um, he, he did take the one at the very end. And look, the game was over. There was like one minute left. They're down 11 or something. And nobody was making any shots. But he took a forced one where you're kind of like, <laughs> whatever. But, I mean, again, game was over. Technically, he was the most on fire tonight. Is he king of the game? He wasn't king of the game. Well, you wanted him just to give it to Yoke. To, I mean, I I would have rather seen Jokic heave a half quarter than anybody else on the team take a regular set three-pointer. Here's a silver lining. Nikola Jokic still the best player in the league. Facts. Yeah, strong. Okay. I mean, yeah. That's Tonight, a, I don't think he was, but no. he is. He is. He's, he's still, even though he was like, like just normal tonight, he was great. Yeah, that's his normal the standard for Jokic. He wasn't so good. High. He wasn't quite good enough, though. He was oh below God. his <laughs> season average points. Below oh, his season average. Oh man, what did he end up with? Below his season. Actually, at his season average for assists. Well, my silver lining. Hopefully, people don't come for me on this. Um, oh God. Just because it was it, like right now he's down, but Michael Porter Jr. is like uh, work on passing. Like he looks okay. like a okay. completely different passer this year. Oh, a real squinting at the so we get the binoculars <laughs> to find this. But especially like, as an entry passer, like him throwing it he over did the have top. That really to, nice to one. Two of them. 
but he also has been doing that out of shots and just trying to find like guys actually you know in what that's a, good one. that's a good so that's something that i've like been watching especially with him not making shots it's been great to see him try to get himself going in different ways in the offense yeah. here's another silver lining for you this will be right up your alley oh boy i can't wait Bones Highland got some what? run, and here's the thing. I think Bones Highland tonight was, like, okay. He didn't play a ton of minutes. I kind of – we talked about the rotation. I guess he got 16. I still feel like the way that they go to that bench unit first and then Bones comes in later, I still feel like there's a little bit more blending. Like, we're just kind of partial blending here, and I would like to blend a little more because, to your point, that terrible run tonight Awful. came with the all-bench lineups. Like, come on, we don't have to keep going here. But that aside, Bones Highland tonight wasn't great. But I do feel like he got an introduction to the NBA moment tonight. John yes. Moran at the end yes. went at him and schooled him. Mm -hmm. And Bones, like, you know, he had to, he took it on the chin because he had to. There's nothing you can do. You go up against a player that's just better than you or whatever, and it's like I, you got to see it. So a silver lining, one, I think he's he still makes plays that are impressive, like drives to the bat. He still knocked down threes. He does things that are nice. But also it was, in a weird way, nice to see him get checked. Yeah. Uh, I would phrase it this way. I don't think what you described is nice. That, that was bad. The way I would describe it that is nice is that he did not back down ever. Correct. Correct. He um, like had... He got knocked down. He got the, he he got the Bane down. train pushing on him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and he... I mean, there's just like... The dumbest review ever. Like, it was... It was do you think the, the officials when they reviewed... Because like, there was like one of these... Do you think the officials were embarrassed when they like... They when they saw the something. replay and they're like, what are we reviewing? And then they gave it a flagrant and one. And then they gave it like, hey... Embarrassed dude, themselves never admit even defeat. more. Like, this game's really getting out of hand. We gotta settle so this down. It's so true. Like a couple double flagrant There needs to be like some... Like one ounce of humility in the refereeing in the NBA where they get in they're like and they just get in like sorry our bad our, wow I have no idea what you we're guys doing. Like, it looked really bad at live speed yeah, I, it was out of the corner of my but eye now we've had a chance to review it we're certainly not going to double down we're going to use <laughs> the like, our that actual happened and the ref ran in like it was malice at the palace <laughs> 2.0 so true but Bones was like I mean yeah. he has a nasty streak time I love it <laughs> like he's not he's not I mean you can tell like he grew up a certain way I think he he likes competition and like there's just guys that are about competition and toughness is a big keyword I would say tonight and we can kind of maybe segue in into this bones I think does have a certain type of competitive toughness to him oh yes Jokic obviously has like a like a stoic toughness to him right like Yo Jokic yes. is also about it I think Aaron Gordon even has a lot of that you know uh toughness to him well Barton of course oh full. boy oh boy I know where we're going with this the one one of the things that this feels hot takey, especially coming off after a loss. So I apologize in advance. But one of the things we are noticing as we're watching the game, Michael Porter just doesn't always have the fight. And, and maybe and sometimes guys like he's skinny, he's tall and skinny. Sometimes maybe it just doesn't look this way. But I do feel like that's part of it for him. Like you've talked about, he's adding some rebounding, he's gotten some uh, passing, like he's starting to do some of the other things. One thing I think he probably can focus on that's a little more abstract. Just the toughness aspect of it. Just it's a thing I think you can sort of like. Hey, I've just got to be the toughest dude on the court tonight, and I don't care about anything else. And I feel like that's the next step for him, mm -hmm. gaining some of that. Yeah. Do you wonder? I mean, do you? I often wonder if the way that he is, which I think that anybody watching would agree, he he plays soft often. Tonight he he's, a very soft. he's like a finesse player. He loves yeah. his jumper. Like, but it's like some of this is. I just always wonder if there's like residual things in his head from having his body fail on him. Oh, and like it's he's doesn't want to go as hard as he can. Like, I'm, it's possible, of course. Because I mean, the, there's no earthly reason why he should be pushed around by any of the people that push him around. He is right. so much bigger. Right, he is right. so much stronger. Like he's yeah. just put together in a way that, as we've mentioned, is like the cornerstone cornerstone of male form corner. Right. And yet somehow he just gets bullied all the time because he just yeah. plays soft and you just I don't know. Like to me, it makes sense. That, that he, he would be nervous because I mean, not like actively nervous, but like it, you know, there's something in the back of your mind. It's like you got to make sure you're. I, th I think a guy with that type of size has just gotten off so long off of being taller than right. everyone else. Um, he yeah. like because there was times that he like jaw was on him. Anyone else is going to make sure that they use their size to get past him or like at least demand it in the post. He's shooting fadeaway shots because he's like everyone else is thinking you're bigger than him. Go score on him. He's thinking I'm taller than him. I could shoot over him, and that's just like where it, like it's different with him and everyone else on the team. Everyone else is like physical, aggressive. He's finesse, tall. Just I right. want to shoot over you type of thing. So I think it's just more so, and that's been his groundwork. That's what he's always worked on. Right. Yeah. And it's 
becoming an issue now, and we're talking about it more now because he's not hitting shots. Right, right. You know, he was shooting 40-plus percent from three. Did you know Michael Porter Jr. shot 48% from the corners last year on, like, a lot of attempts? Right, yeah. On a lot of attempts. Yeah, over 100 attempts last year. He's 0 of 5 from the corners this year. Wow. He was 0 1 That's really low volume, too, man. 0 of 5 through, what, seven games now? Yeah, seven. Less than one three-point – Less than one corner three per game, Michael Porter Jr. is attempting. And that was a point of emphasis for the Nuggets coming into this season. He is, like, not even setting up in the corner. Like, other people just because of the way that plays are structured generally, like, just go and hang out in the corner, wait, or shot ready. He's, like, drifting in, floating around. He's, like, lost, man. Right. Uh, he, he, did, he did get off to that start tonight where he wasn't he hit hitting shots. from three. Mid-rangers. But he was really getting going from the yeah. mid-range. Had a couple real nice uh, jumpers like coming times. off. Jokic dribble handoffs. Yeah. Swishes. They look great. They were beautiful. It was the old Michael Porter Jr. And then the second half, he missed an early shot or two, and he was just done. Didn't want the ball after that. We know that Michael Malone especially values that as well. Like, if you if you could give Michael Malone a list, like, let's be honest, what are your favorite values? Toughness, probably number one. And as a specific Malone, type, oh, dude, for sure. Like, the like, number one thing with Malone is, do, is he in my foxhole? Is like, he in my foxhole? That is yeah, just so emblematic of what Malone's all about in terms of what he looks for in a player. And um, Michael Porter Jr., I don't think he's in Malone's foxhole. Right. Oh, no chance. Yeah. <laughs> There's no chance he's in his fox. But here's the thing, man. Like, I mean, this is what's great about sports, and it's what's great about the game of basketball. It's, Will Barton say you can have a terrible game, and you never know when you get a new opportunity. For for Michael Porter, this is all part of the story for him. Like, this yeah. is a weakness. In my opinion, it's a weakness that he has, and I, I just it would be a great thing for him to focus on. So clearly, Mike, you know, people have challenged him, you know, be better as a rebounder, be better at this, and, like, he has put an emphasis on him. But I do feel like it's like, hey, man, you just need to work on being like the toughest. Like things aren't going to work out for you. But look at John Morant. That guy just attacks. Yep. That guy's the toughest dude on the court all the time because he's at just Bones like Highland. Bones Highland too. They just are like I. I'm if I'm going down, I'm going down swinging, and you're gonna have to knock me out because I'm not just. You're not gonna TKO me. I'm not. You know. I'm not getting the ten count. And I, I just think that's a, a mentality thing that maybe he can kind of latch onto. I mean, some part of that is just inherent in who he is. Sure. It's but the one thing that I will say is that. Unlike years past, like Malone is allowing him to play through it. Like yeah. he's just like, I mean, mainly because we have no other, <laughs> no other chances, no other opportunities. But like, I don't know. Like, I mean, there's other people you could start. He could start cutting his minutes. I mean, yeah, he's he has put him in to close a couple of these final or these couple of these recent games where I was have been thinking, is Michael Porter going to close this game? Yeah, and he has. And he has. Yeah. So you know, I think that. You know, to his credit, I hope uh, Michael Malone is just like knows what we all think is there still, and it's just like, bro, you just got to find this man. Keep shooting it. Like, I'll bring up another point that I think is kind of interesting because he got the max contract this summer. Everybody knows it. Do you guys remember when Gary Harris, who hates doing media, Gary Harris of all players, probably likes media the least. He's just very private, quiet guy. When he got that max. I was so impressed with him because win or lose, he became the face of the Nuggets. This was a little bit before Jokic was the best player, but you know Gary Harris was like, I'm, "I got my big contract. I'm coming out to talk. Whatever happens." Michael Porter really hasn't talked a whole lot. You know, he hasn't come for media availability. I a think lot. that's more of a COVID thing. Really? Yeah. 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 Really, it's the protocols. He can't do media. No, 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 no. What, what, when like we used to be able to go into a locker room and talk to Gary Harris after every game. Now it's yeah, but now how it works is you request a couple guys, and if that request gets honored, then they that's come what, out. But this is my point. You're right. You're right that it is different protocols now. But one of the things is is Michael Porter's not the guy that goes out there, and and well, this it's because he, he hasn't played well. Like, but this is my point. This is exactly what I'm saying. He's a max contract player. Max yeah. contract players have to face the media whether they play well or poorly. That's part of why you get paid the big bucks. And it's not just because like the engine like you have, you know, the media feeds in and this is why you make the money. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying as a duty to the team of like, hey, we lost tonight. Nobody played yeah. well. Okay. Face the music and be the representative of the team. You're the one that gets paid the money. And that's just the thing I've observed cuz I'm cuz you're right. We have requested a few times it's like, "Hey man, didn't play, have a great game tonight. We're not going to do it." It's like I get that when you're on the rookie contract, but you're on the max. So now. you think Porter should be like, I don't care that I had a bad game. I should talk. You're right. This is probably more of a, a of a Nuggets organization thing, but it also kind of hints at what I'm getting at here, which is that 
there is a maturation and a toughness that's required that, hey, you're a max player. When you play like absolute dog shit, you go to the podium, you tell everybody you played like dog shit, the dumbass reporters ask all their annoying questions of you, and you face the music. Yeah. And that's part of the maturation process, and it's just being bypassed a little bit. It's, it's only seven games in. I'm just saying it's a thing I noticed. There is something to that because... Yeah, Yoke's going to talk after every game. If he has a bad game, he's going to talk. And he hates it. And <laughs> Michael Porter Jr., he should be the second, the second guy leader or the, the second guy. Default guy. Yeah. It's just like one of Porter, Yoke every time, and you right. guys can it's, take turns. It's tough, though, because... Oh, go ahead, Dev. I was going to say, I, I was going with Harrison beforehand on the COVID thing. Right. Not in the fact that people are not in front of it, but... Maybe it's avoiding the vaccination questions. Maybe it's just not wanting to, to be a part of it. Because I, I do but, feel like him not being a part of the team while being a part of the team is a big portion of it. Right. And he doesn't want to address that. Or maybe he does and the they don't want him to address that or whatever the case may be. But I feel like it's not just... Because like you said, with in any, any other market, they're just going to put him out there because they know that's who you're going to request. I know... Every game, everyone's requesting MPJ. Right. But sometimes he doesn't have to like say that. If you're if you're with the Lakers, Anthony Davis can't say no. Right. Right. They, they like they put him out there, and he just has to talk. It's one of the prices you pay for that contract, and it's like a very little price. Like it's a two hundred nine million dollar contract. It's a very very little price that it's like, hey man, just the team. You have to be the face of our wins and our losses. It's any good leader, honestly. Like we've talked about this internally about like, hey man, when the times are good, the leadership gets all the credit. What great, whoa, geniuses, whatever this. But when things go bad, it's look I, how yeah. bad this is. And I'm just saying that I'm just gonna push back a little because I think there's more nuance to it. Look how to take everybody behind the curtain. How it works at a game. At Nuggets games, you request two people, right. two players to talk with. It used to be way more than that, by the way. If you went to the locker room, it was like right. four, maybe. Right now, at home games, we've been requesting two players to talk to, usually Nikola Jokic, and then usually it's been the other guy who has a good game. If Will Barton has a 25-point game, you want to talk to Will Barton, even if Michael Porter Jr. has a bad game. If Aaron Gordon has a great defensive game on Luka Doncic, you're going to want to talk to Aaron Gordon. Yeah. So it, it kind of gets... Uh, there are a lot of layers to yeah, it. Yeah, there are a lot of layers to it. I think that's a big reason why we haven't heard from him a lot. But also, like, what do you want to hear from him? He's just like, he just is like, I'm sorry, I suck. I can't figure it out. I can't make my shots. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Like, at a certain point, like, he's he's not adding to the victories. <laughs> he's not, he's just like kind of out there. Yeah. Like, it, like, I don't want to hear what he has to say. Like, I just really? want him to, yeah, I just want him to make shots and bask. Like, what is he going to say? I mean, I'm curious what, how he feels about the flow of the offense. I'm curious how he feels about where he's finding I mean, he's his spot. He's not going to give you real answers. He's just going to well, be like, sure. you know, I mean, I'm just out there to do what Coach asks. Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to bring up as a little point because it is a thing that I've just noticed. Even with Murray, even with Yoke, even with Gary Harris, it's like the big contract comes and those guys become the face of the team for better or worse. Good times or bad times, they become it. And you're right that a lot of this does have to do with just the nature of how the players are brought to the I media now but it's just it. it just doesn't feel like he's the face of the nuggets it, like it even in, yeah. even in this and it's not even weird. Close. not even not even remotely close yeah. um i hear we have some super chats oh maybe on some better things than uh the, than this so let's get to it scott carpenter um oh wow can you are you good an opened cardboard box with the word unboxing Oh hell so yeah! Scott hell yeah! Unboxing baby! <laughs> Woo! Want to run through a wall, dude? Uh, what's the Nug shooting coach situation look like? This has killed us for years now. We're the only contender who seems to regularly shoot twenty five percent from three. Does someone need to get fired? This uh, a Go ahead. I mean, last season the Nuggets were the eighth best three point shooting team, <laughs> so it's just not true. I know it seems like it that does, after yeah, losses. Yeah. And like it does well, seem especially like especially when we shot like zero percent tonight. Right. Yeah. right. There are a lot of times like, oh my god, the Nuggets can't shoot any. They can't make anything from three. And yeah, they were really bad from three in the playoffs at times when it was Faku and Austin Rivers playing most of the minutes at guard. Um, but last year they were one of the better three point shooting teams in the league. This year they just haven't. Yeah. They've been awful. I. Yeah. It, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You're right. The we, statistics are we, what matter here, and it's just not. It's not who accurate. Is the do, who is the? Do you remember when they brought in Mark Price? He was only here for one year. Yeah. I mean, I don't think. I think that there is this. It was Mark Price to to fix uh, Mason Plumlee's right, free yeah, throws. Yeah, I think there's this perception around because everybody like 
the NBA is just like your high school where you had the assistant that'd come tell you to keep your elbow right. tucked in and make <laughs> a goose not. and reach for the cookie jar and hold it. It's not like these guys are there NBA are like players. There are two man. shooting coaches in the league, Fred Vinson in New Orleans it, and Chip San Antonio in San Antonio, yeah. who are the renowned shooting coaches in the league. Yeah. Other than that, there's I don't think there's really many. Um, and most of these guys have like the the, the yeah. shooting coaches. These guys all work with the with the players. Right. But I don't most think of their shooting coaches are their trainers that they yeah, work with exactly throughout the season and yeah. summer. Um, still a good question man, though. You know. Still a good question. What else we got? Um, Jokic going out of his way to shake all of the Grizzlies' hands before a back to back is true. King MVP shit. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only one who cares about this stuff, but shows his leadership. I care about it. I think it's cool. I love it. Shaking love it. hands yeah. after the game? Yeah. I think yeah. Yeah, it also shows just like you respect them and what they did to you that day. Um, there's no reason to pout. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. you know, it's basketball at the end yeah, of the day. And also, you already know he's an ultimate competitor, so he's going to bring it no matter what. Yeah. It'd be just great like if setting, that's what he was doing. Yeah, but just setting the tone. Like, yeah, I will, I'm going to see y'all's ass on Wednesday. Unless it's a rivalry game that's super <laughs> chippy or a playoff game. Yeah, shake hands. Good game. You beat our ass. Good Dude, that's, job. It's like, yeah, Respect. That's, that's top human shit. <laughs> you know how the Nuggets always lose game one of the playoff series? It's just like they got... Maybe that's what this was. He looks like, all right, I... I'll I got all the notes. Not tomorrow <laughs> night, but Wednesday yeah, night. Wednesday night. Just know we're going to win because I took all the notes. Yeah. <laughs> coming out coming out big. Could be. Um, Bones ate a Steven Adams screen and lived to tell the, <laughs> the tale. Defense is still good at least. Tyus Jones had to go off for the Grizz to, to beat us. Um, yeah, partially true. I mean, partially true, but... He did take a big screen from Steven Adams and got well, up and, and kept battling. Steven was, Adams was never stopped at any point. It was a moving screen. I'm not yeah. even know if it was a moving screen because he never stopped to make a screen. He's just a giant guy that ran into bones. Screen. Yeah, like it's walking screen. Him, it woke him up. It definitely <laughs> woke him up. Tyus Jones shot the hell out of the ball today. Like he did. Good open looks too. Like they yeah. just kept on getting second chance after second oh, chance, man. and he's just wide open and moves without it. Like that's that's a. F I'm not a Tyus Jones guy, but it was like great to see him. Just like. Be able to knock down shots. The Nuggets <laughs> both have I wish you were like proclaimed yourself as a Tyus Jones guy. Tyus Jones is like Monte Morris. Totally. Yeah. Totally. There's Monte Morris guys out there. My favorite Adam part about Promo Tyus Jones used to, used to have a very pronounced widow's peak that he would shave. Who? But it, Tyus Jones. And it would grow back and you'd be able to see it. But now Are it you looks a as Tyus though Jones guy? I might be a little bit of a Tyus Jones guy. <laughs> <laughs> MPJ has the same thing. We're like we're we're not supposed to notice MPJ your has obvious the, no, he has the Superman curl. Well, it's no, the that's Superman different. curl that comes down. It, that very, comes down, but that's the that's top. Very different. But he's got a widow's peak. <laughs> um, I, he is ready for a, a hot take prediction that's going to come always, through, and nobody will remember it. Please. Steven Adams is going to play with the Nuggets one one year as a backup setter. That'd be great, man. It might be like four years from now, but he'll will he will be Jokic's backup at some point. New okay. Ollie Star bodyguard. I think those guys like each other. Yeah, like I, Steven Adams could be one of Jokic's brothers. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? He Except for he's like be. not violent enough. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> he actually maybe he. You know what he Steven Adams seems like? He seems like the Jokic of his family. The young yeah. one who has, yeah, I bet he's got some brothers. He that is are also one of like, twelve kids, or something. That's what I'm like saying. That. Yeah, like they definitely have pulled knives on him before, yeah. you know, when he was a kid. All right, what else we got? Um, gotta think Nugs one more bad week away from trading Bull for a second rounder, thus clearing the spot for the six man. We break even on Bull, but the right player may save the bench. Could we get Gasol to return? I love the whole Gasol thing. Here's here's one thing about Gasol. Which Gasol? Mar Mark Gasol. I think he is retired. He is retired. Get him to come They're out of both retirement. Retired. I'll tell you what. I, I was kind of bummed Mark Gasol didn't want to come to Denver. I just I picture him liking Jokic and wanting to come here. Yeah. But it didn't happen. The one thing I will say is he does provide some things, obviously, just from his size, like athletically and his defense, this or that. Offensively, though, is it that different from what they're doing right now? He's not really he is inside. a pick and pop guy. Pick and pop guy, like it's just kind of, He's a bigger Jermichael Green. He's such a high IQ player, and yeah, he's like what IQ. he like provides defensively just changes the whole dynamic. So I think he would be a big addition, even yeah. though that's yeah, a, a mean, big hypothetical. Yeah, like I mean, why don't we, why don't we get Kevin Garnett yeah. or uh, Larry Ooh. Bird or any other player that's been retired? Man, Larry Bird would be so good for this Nuggets team. Can you imagine? Yoke just back up. <laughs> 
um, I look bowl for a second rounder. I mean, here's the thing: is I, I, I we said this a lot, guys. I think they would trade bowl if if that was a deal that they could get the 59th, 60th pick. I think they would do it as you mentioned to clear a cap. I just at this moment, bowl makes real money. Denver made the decision to pay bowl an actual salary. I think in hopes that it'd be like. We believe in your talent. We're going to show you. Now you show us something, and then it just hasn't worked well, it's out. It's really so. working out with both MPJ and Bobo. <laughs> Great strategy. <laughs> a little rough. Uh, why does the team go away from MPJ on handoffs or PNRs like Will and PJ? I think he will gain some rhythm on his shot if he did this more. I, I kind of noticed this tonight a little bit, and I feel like the whole team sensed that Porter just didn't want the that action. Like, Porter – didn't feel like he won the ball in the second half a lot. And I felt like guys just went away from him because they were like, this guy's... They Tory Craig him. He's not about it tonight. He's just not with it tonight. And I, I totally sense that just watching the game. I think a big part of it is the fact that, he, like, the ball handling. Those other guys are playmakers right. and they're ball handlers. They have two options once they get it. If MPJ gets it, the the whole offense is just bottled up right in front of the rim. Now they get to guard everything. There's no spacing. Um, so... I think a lot of that has to do with that. Also, it's just the same go-to move. He's just going to come off of it, pump fake, and then shoot yeah. over the, the next guy. It just seems easy. And then, like you said, uh, he just stops going to it after a while. When his shot's not falling, he doesn't go like after it the exact yeah. same way. Um, guys are now just checking down. So there, I There's also a lot tonight where there's that action that they run where it's like MPJ and Will together, and then one of them cuts and one of them does the dribble handoff and it's always it was always mpj cutting tonight it yeah. was interesting yeah yeah he does that a lot though yeah you're but, right but, but usually when he's feeling it when he's hot when he really wants that ball he's gonna probably make the decision to come off the handoff and he was just wasn't going to the ball i think porter's confidence we've talked about this i think it's rattled and it doesn't just manifest itself in missing wide open corner threes like he did tonight it also manifests itself in that the like should I come off this handoff or should I just cut through and yeah. get out the way? And I, yeah. I do think there's a little yeah. bit of that going on. He is he is lost right now. Yeah, he's, he's lost, man. Like, but again, tough players come through. Was it the saying? Tough times don't last. Tough players oh, do. No question. I just don't know that anybody thinks he's a, like when he was getting considered for a max contract. As far as we concerned, we weren't like, well, he's the toughest among us. He's, he's earned it. It's like, <laughs> right. no, he's a great shooter. And you know, he, he's got a really high upside. And if he can continue on the trajectory that he's on, like who knows what the, the limit is. And now it's like, what is he good at? Like, what but, is he? But what I'm saying is those things come back to you. If you make it through this, like oh, almost sure. every player goes through these and it's like, every, player can you just go, can you come out the other side better because of it? Like of course, this adversity or does it kind of scar you in a way that it's like, well, be a kind of, Damage goods just now like or nonstop something. the tower over and over. It is the yeah. honest to God, I, I'm not gonna lie. I have thought about the tower more than once. Where I'm like, well, it has to crumble. Maybe it's every year. That's he just what I mean. Keeps it's like, building a tower. It's, it's, and like a, it's like a sand castle tower. You build it. Yeah. The tide comes in, knocks it down. Build it right back up. I was once in a uh, relationship. No, 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 no. No, Adam's was, never been in a relationship. Yeah, I was in Nicaragua for uh, oh, Semana nice Santa. Flex. What bird watching? Same as a relationship. <laughs> no, no. But so for Semana Santa in this town called Leon, they all the, all the people from the town come out and they make these sand sculptures, and it's actually really gorgeous. It's like painted sand. Everybody buys it, and they make a really intricate like designs. And they exist for about an hour. <laughs> and then a parade comes and tramples them all. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of a crazy like little Circle thing where it's life. like it takes all day to make. The you honor it for like a minute and then you trample it. I just think it's a cool thing. Anyway, that's that's MPJ basically. You have to every year build something beautiful. The great part trample is, it over. Yeah, every year you can build something beautiful. Every day you can have a good game out of nowhere. And should you could get his season back on the right foot. Maybe we should do in that. two nights. Maybe we should do a celebration of MPJ. Where we build a beautiful sand castle like here at the right bar, now. and then we kick it over. <laughs> it's like, got to start over every game. All right, last one here before we hit a break. Don't know if you guys saw, but AG was pissed at Whoa. the end of the game. Like his fire. A little silver lining. Hey, I think um, I think Aaron Gordon's a competitor. Oh, yeah. Well, I, think, I, okay. I think it was genuine when he got to Denver, coming from Orlando, that he was like, this is, this is what I wanted. I want this stuff to matter. Like... You you lose that competitiveness. Like think about all those games in Orlando. It didn't mean anything to him because it's like, man, we're eliminated by January. It sucks. Nothing to play for. I do imagine it's a hit of adrenaline to be like, wow, every game matters and we kick ass yeah. most of the time. Aaron Gordon played like 
eight important games yeah. in seven years in Orlando. The two times he made the playoffs. Those were the eight. You might even interpret it, interpret his frustration at the end of this game as like, um, you know, he's the one guy that's like, I don't like losing. I did this all the time. Like, I'm not... I don't want to get used to this again. Yeah. And the other guys are like, yeah, hey, man, we're good. We're good. This loss isn't like Orlando losses. It's just, it's a process. He's got a lot of fight. He got poked in the eye tonight, was questionable to return, came back at the end of the game. I liked it. Poked in the eye hurts. Yeah. It's not a good one. It, and you could, like, actually see his eye, yeah. like, on the sideline. He was he was questionable to return. Some he, real bloodshot eyes. They kept going across the, the uh, like, they're panning across the bench and, I'm like, good. Yeah, take the night off. Take the yeah. night off. Yeah, he almost did. Yeah. All right, Harrison, take us through. Guys, uh, we're now sponsored by Ball across the entire DNVR network, and people are what makes Ball special. Okay. People at every level come into work each day and give 100% to accomplish the goals at Ball. You hear that, MPJ? <laughs> the Ball production <laughs> techs are the front line in our can-making operation at Ball. They directly impact the volume of production we run the quality of the production we run and are integral to our operation. Uh, if you want to be a product technician at Ball Text, golden to 77222, or you can go to jobs.ball.com and search for golden. Uh, They're hiring uh, on their front line of the aluminum beverage can production process at Ball. Uh, they're offering a competitive $27.39 per hour wage I'm with soft. potential for increase at 6, 12, and 18 months. Uh, this is for their production technician position. Again, if you want more information, jobs.ball.com and search for Golden, or you can text Golden to 77222. Uh, what else we got here? Such a pro when we have wind in the house for ad <laughs> reads. Unlike when Eric does them. <laughs> I enjoy when Eric does the man. Everyone, the, uh, lo everyone loves when I do the ad reads, but again, not the people who probably don't love it are the sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of sponsors, Manscaped. Manscaped.com, guys. Go there right now. Use the code DNVR. Get 20% off. 20% off your order plus free shipping with the code DNVR. At manscaped.com, you can pick up the lawnmower 4.0 with the 7,000 RPM motor. Oh, hell yeah. A new multifunction on off switch Let's that get can it. engage a travel lock. The 4,000K LED spotlight. It's also waterproof as well, so you can use oh, it in the shower too. Hell yes. So go to manscaped.com, <laughs> use the code DNVR, get 20% off plus free shipping. Uh, that's when you use the code DNVR at manscaped.com. Uh, get 20% off plus free shipping. You can also get the Shed Travel Bag, $39 value uh, when you buy that performance package 4.0 from Manscaped. Finally, Green Mountain Dental Group, if you're looking for a dentist in the Denver area, uh, go to Green Mountain Dental Group, schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, get a free Sonicare toothbrush. The toothbrush, the electric toothbrush that most dentists recommend, I know mine does, Green Mountain Dental Group, a lot of us here at DNBR, we go there, get our, clean, uh, get our teeth cleaned, cavities filled, get our wisdom teeth pulled, everything. Uh, they do it all. Get a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam from Green Mountain Dental Group. Amazing. Speaking of Green Mountain Dental, I guess not really. Uh, I'm watching a video of some kid trick-or-treating in a little Hot Wheels or whatever you call those things. Um, Did you have a good Halloween? Man, I had a great one. So here's the thing. I told you guys that you guys... I well, First off... Uh, what was that segue? And <laughs> I, I thought we were getting like I, I thought we were getting into a Halloween corner. It was I, Halloween. It was Halloween. Were you going into a I, Halloween what I was corner? just gonna say is that Halloween with kids okay, is the okay. best. Like it's honestly it's a holiday where it's actually better when you're past where it's with, no, about my kids, you know what I mean? I'll explain to you when Halloween is the best. When you are a child, no, I'm a telling parent you now. or yeah. a single College or, right. or a personality <laughs> on it, or a really, personality really. on internet, internet based yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast. If you find yourself thing. either if on Halloween you get a bunch of free candy when you have no other way to get it as a child, incredible day. Yeah. As an adult, if you get to see the world through the eyes of your child, that's true. Incredible day. If you're a sing a hot single <laughs> yeah. looking for another hot single that's dressed either a sexy or b very bloody, true. very true. That's yeah. when uh, Halloween <laughs> re reigns supreme. Wow. 
insight into your bloody. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that. <laughs> you didn't into? know. You didn't realize that when women get dressed up for Halloween, they can either go a sexy or b bloody. <laughs> yeah. I really thought it was just a sexy, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, like as an a asexual, a sexy. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> wow. Dude, I haven't caught on to the bloody trend. Always the medicine the you need to get through, uh, <laughs> to get over the loss. Um, so, you guys, Harrison's favorite uh, uh, segment, bouncing around the NBA is coming Around up. the association. <laughs> around the association. We need an around Let's the association go. graphic. I'm told by Brendan that no players have spoken yet. Hell yeah. Players only meeting, so I'm guessing we probably won't get to our final segment. I'm not going to keep everybody waiting this long. Um, but let's bounce around. The Cavs beat the Hornets. The Cavs, are they for real? Four My and Cavs. Four. Your Cavs. They beat the Hornets. LaMelo Ball, 30.7 rebounds, six assists, and a loss. The Cavs are average. <laughs> oh, that's why they are four <laughs> the and four. Caverage. What? <laughs> They're just so average. <laughs> you got two I'm dude, I'm a goddamn them. disaster. They, just chock full like of average <laughs> players: Colin Sexton, Jared Allen. I do like Evan Mobley though. Like he is, yeah, he's yeah. good. He's right good. now he's pretty average, and he's though. young. Yeah, he is pretty average. He'll he'll, he'll get there if he he's gets good. Traded. Fifteen points, ten rebounds, three assists, two steals, one block for old Mobley. Um, not too bad. Old Mobley. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Pacers finally pick up a win. Oh man. Let's talk about the Spurs and the Pacers, the same team, the West and the East, right? And they played each other tonight. They're both now at two two wins, uh, one thirty one, one eighteen. I feel like the Pacers and Spurs are both good, and yet they're two and five and two and six respectively. Adam, have you not realized that every team in the NBA is every good is and good. sucks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Nuggets definitely, uh, definitely Literally, very like, good. What was the when final you get mad, score of that Pacers Spurs game? What do you? What would you guess? Like ninety to ninety. Yeah. 131 to 118. Wow, wow Harrison. Wow, Harrison. Uh, Portland Trailblazers fall to the 76ers. Because they're good and they suck. A battle of two evils here. The Portland Trailblazers move to 3-4, and four, while the 76ers move to 5-2. and two. Um, You guys got any, Dev, you got any thoughts on Man. that one? Yeah, that was What a did game. Damian Lillard do? Uh, Lillard, talk about Lillard's off to an MPJ-esque start. I don't know if anybody, this is going underreported a little bit. MPJ-esque. He had 20 points, 10 assists, 7 rebounds. So he had a pretty solid night, okay. 7 to 20. I would two, kill, of, two of 9 from 3. What I would do for that line uh, <laughs> for Michael MPJ, Porter, I, know, I would so do true. terrible things. <laughs> yeah, but that's a bad, bad, like, that's a bad loss for Portland. I don't think Embiid played. We already know the Ben Simmons, like, whole thing. They let Andre no, Drummond, I, What's going on Ben Simmons, actually? <laughs> Drummond went crazy in that game. Wait a second. Embiid missed a game already? So yeah, like he's, and they his, won. His knees hurting. Yeah, he's important. Oh man, ultra important. I can't imagine Yoke missing a game, and if Dude. he did, I can't imagine I'll, the Nuggets I'll, winning. I will say this: <laughs> Nikola Jokic <laughs> is living rent free in Joel Embiid's head this season. Why do you think that? Because Joel Embiid is making it a point to try to play in every game until he missed tonight. Because now <laughs> he his tried, knee, he made it two weeks. His knee is now hurt. <laughs> Like he t he already had played through knee soreness a couple games ago, just because he he saw Nikola Jokic playing every game, win MVP. He desperately wants to win MVP and thinks now the path. What MVP is coming his that. way? Go ahead and let it, let it know. The pity MVP. The of pity course. MVP. He wants the pity MVP. See, this is uh, if you watch ESPN and now he's hurt. or national you don't get this analysis. They talk about the association. Very rarely do they get super petty super quickly when discussing the very simple outcome. But of hey, games. Harrison, can't you? I mean, so many. It's been so tough for him. Like the Ben Simmons thing. Like Good. it's just you know. Like <laughs> I mean, just guys, all of this off. Off-court stuff he's Dude, had to navigate so this season. So I did, I, the greatest thing is that we have adopted Jokic's enemies as our own. <laughs> when, when really, truth be told, Jokic has no enemies. Has no enemies. We're <laughs> like, Embiid should die, and Rudy Gobert should uh, definitely die. Yeah, he's like, I'm friends with all these guys. Yeah, he's like, They're, that was the best man of my wedding. Yeah, they don't even <laughs> talk trash. <laughs> right, right. It's like we went out to breakfast and lunch right before the game. It was great. The Hawks fall to the Wizards. Or the Hawks beat the Wizards tonight, 118-111. The Wizards, the best team in the NBA, but they fall. Um, I don't really have any thoughts on this other than Wes Unseld loses a game. Shout out to the Wizards, man. Shout, Shout out, out to the Wizards <laughs> for not completely bottoming out and playing unwatchable basketball okay. and trading away everyone and being like the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yet. <laughs> who are a disgrace to the NBA. An absolute disgrace 
Or the Oklahoma City Thunder. All right, here's one that'll lend itself to hot takes. The Chicago Bulls uh. beat the Boston Celtics tonight, 128-114. The Chicago Bulls go to 6-1. and one. Mm. The Boston Celtics go to 2-5. and five. Dev, which one of those records is more surprising to you? 2-5 and five Boston, 6-1 and one Chicago. Boston. Just because everyone, for some reason, thinks that Boston is good and they this have happens not every been, year. They, they actually blow. And it was crazy <laughs> because uh, going into this game, the Bulls were underdogs somehow. Like, you looked at that game and wow. you're like, Boston hasn't been good all year. It's been kind of like yeah. just Jalen Brown like having hot streaks. Yeah. Tatum every now and then. But no one else on Boston is good. Like, they just haven't been. And then DeMar DeRozan, like the type of year Lit him up, 37-7. He's been lighting that That hasn't even been him with that, you know, with the Spurs. That wasn't him. He's going back to his Raptor days. So he's playing happy basketball. So that's also, like, surprising. But just the, the Boston uh, idea that they're good, they're not. <laughs> Go ahead and put that to bed. Uh, we always know how Boston is doing because uh, our own Brennan Vogt has a very irrational hatred of Jason Tatum. He really does. So anytime Jason Tatum has an inefficient shooting night, we all hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is often. Which it turns out is most games. Um, <laughs> another game, Toronto Raptors beat the New York Knicks tonight, 113-104. They go into the Garden and win. The Raptors' most confusing team ever, man. Like They lose right. to the worst teams, beat the beat the best ones. I don't think Scotty Barnes played tonight either, right? Uh, he did not. Good call. Good catch. Um, but OG Ananobi did, who put up 36 points, six rebounds, two assists. Oh, um, OG Ananobi is on the Jeremy Krant path where it's like we all knew what he was. He's a role player, 3 and D. And right. all of a sudden it's like maybe he's actually a lead featured role type yeah. guy. Like He's, he's blossoming like into that. Like is he going to want to go to the Magic and just <laughs> be the number one option? Maybe. After a deep playoff run. Maybe. I'm telling you, <laughs> man. Gary Trent went for 26 in that game as well. Like Gary Trent Jr., I like him. He does. He's wild. a bit of a chucker, though. He's a bit of a chucker. But and He chucked. He did 22 chuck. shots in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Birch somehow a plus 20 in that game as well. Um, is, can he roll to the rim, Kim Birch? Can he? Yeah. Oh, you want to pick up Kim Birch? <laughs> Is he gonna, a roller? Are we really going to go all the way around the association? There's only one more game okay. here. I don't think we've ever been all the way trying around. Trying to fill in. <laughs> Yoke just said, hey, guys, yeah, we never got all the way around. I'm told that Jokic is speaking right now, and then Brendan Vogt will come and share. I'm very curious. We made it to the end of the line, okay. so I'm just trying right, to, right, to right, buy right, us a right. second. We've made it this far, guys. guys. I just want to know like, how comfy I should be for how long this trip around the association yeah, should be very <laughs> comfortable right now. Um, the Orlando Magic, our oh. Orlando Magic, the Nuggets' is the G League team, uh, beat Denver's other G League team, the Minnesota Timberwolves, tonight, 115-97. Uh, R.J. Hampton, 15 minutes, three points. Is R.J. Hampton good? I, I'm, oh, no. Don't do it. Don't oh, do it, Harrison. No. no. Don't, don't, don't oh, do my God. Come on. How can Come this guy, on. this oh. prospect that we heard the Orlando Magic loved in the draft, they loved him. He can only get 15 minutes on the worst team in the league. <laughs> hey, they're not I the thought worst. they loved him. Hey, they got to win in Minnesota. Here's oh, another no. take. You're right. Hey, I don't want to. Here's what I will say. It's weird that everybody that goes to Orlando bus. Everybody and everybody except for uh, Mark Fultz. He's a bust. What are you talking about? No, he was a bust in. in He continued to bust. Yeah, he just like busted slightly less than he did in (laughs) Philadelphia. Um, But everybody that goes to Denver hits. So I'm just kind of like I'm sitting here thinking like, does he suck? If he was in Denver, I think he'd be phenomenal. What was Gary Harris's line tonight? He didn't play. I was looking up uh, (laughs) league leaders in plus minus and also the league. Dwellers, low, league trailers and plus minus. Jokic leading league and plus minus. You know who's in the bottom 10 and plus minus? Gary Harris. Uh, oh, Gary man. Harris. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> it's, he, I'm, what Gary Harris. Do, what are you guys doing with your stock? Uh, For Gary Harris? Uh, I sold mine. Do you remember he sold ago. all of his stock <laughs> on, in the preseason and we wrote him about it all year? Yeah. And then Gary Harris got traded and has since become terrible. We're stuck with all this goddamn stock. I know the story of Gary Harris' career is the injuries, but still one of the crazier career arcs that I can remember, man. One of the crazier ones for sure. Dude, from Mr. Nugget to being. From the next Kawhi Leonard, as <laughs> that's right, five thirty-eight. I think Chris Herring, who I love, and is like the a, next a friend. Kawhi. He's a great writer. There's a story that hasn't the been told Kawhi about Gary Harris. Something happened there, man. Something happened. I don't know. And that's what I'm saying. One of the crazier career arcs. He got, I can he remember. got cursed. Uh, but they beat the Timberwolves tonight, guys. And here's the thing: the Timberwolves they were 
the darling of the first week and a half. The mm. Nuggets kind of did them dirty, man. Did them dirty with That's that, it, that win. I'm just saying, over tonight, Carl Anthony Towns, <laughs> minus 24. What? Oh. He has not been the same since the first I'm quarter of that saying. game ended. Uh, and it's funny because he had 23 points, 16 been, rebounds, six assists tonight. <laughs> 23, 16, and six. <laughs> and by far the worst on the, uh, on the uh, Timberwolves. It literally roster. happened on Saturday. I, I'm just saying, Ever man. since Saturday. Today's they, Monday. They haven't been the same. <laughs> you have a moat for multiple days? I mean, I'm who did he go up yes, against tonight? <laughs> Mo Bamba? <laughs> so true. Like, who was he going up against tonight? Jeez. Kim Birch? Wendell Carter Jr. Um, Wagner yeah. Carter. Look, man, it's... Uh, uh, the I'm, Wagner bros? I'm just saying, One like... One went crazy. Hey, I'm just saying, Yoke did do him kind of dirty in that game. Yeah. And, like, it meant a lot to Towns. I'm not... Maybe there's a little bit of a... I'm, that was Towns' game seven of the finals. Oh my Towns, God. This is Towns' last year in Minnesota. So I'm going to go ahead and say I, mean, I know we're, the, I know we're uh, tap dancing, stalling for time, going around the old association. <laughs> this All the way around. Absurd. <laughs> you know what, what, a pile what you are rules? positing what is completely absurd. I mean, so. you know Chatted what I think me? of the D'Angelo Russell-led Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> I don't need to say anymore. This, that's Anthony Edwards' team now. It, it is Anthony especially Edwards when team. you watch your king get destroyed like oh that. my god when he gets beat by jimmy sleep, butler at like practice that. yeah <laughs> oh yeah, actually we do have one more watch. we do have more and more piece of uh of content here all the jerseys if you guys want to get we had a fantastic conversation in the pregame show about the jerseys uh eric really broke it down i honestly mean like he he lit yes. a torch to it yeah um but you're gonna want to watch that if you're interested in what uh, we think of the jerseys and in particular what eric up. thinks <laughs> Uh, everybody, <laughs> say goodbye to Dev. <laughs> Dev, thanks for uh, stopping by. <laughs> Viewers, you couldn't see Eric try to leave. I tried and to Dev, get up, and Dev no. locked me down. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, guys, how are we doing? Uh, no, we've been stalling for a long time. Okay, uh, we actually haven't, we gotten, to, we've gotten, haven't gotten to the game. 360 yet. degrees around the association. Uh, I've got a whole heap of non-updates, so oh, you guys no. really oh, are. Oh, hell yeah, oh, dude. Oh, no. Uh, Michael Give Malone, us something good. Come on. Uh, oh, so the Nuggets, Aaron Gordon uh, said that the uh, he could tell something was off at shoot-around. The team had a bad shoot-around today, and then they all came together and had a conversation about it. Um it was really hard to hear the guys today. The audio was really tough. Couldn't even tell what questions were being asked. So Sick. Dude, like, that was what? fun. An off shoot around. Like sh shoot arounds are not that. I know. Like, yeah, you walk through. Complex. Yeah. It's just like shooting drills. You run through some plays. Maybe they could just tell that no one. Clank, 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 clank. You know, no one was, was carrying themselves with any sort of like urgency or whatever. But um, focus and effort was the, the theme for Malone the whole game. Uh, I didn't think we were ready to play, he said. Um, obviously, they couldn't make a shot, but they haven't been able to make their threes all season. He uh, talked about getting out-rebounded 55-40, to 40, pointed that out as a common denominator in the losses or the games where they've struggled to win. Shouted out the Memphis bench. He said, obviously, containing Jaw is important, but that's a challenge. The bigger problem was allowing the bench to come in and dominate. He's just um, so jealous of a bench. Yeah. And he says, one of the worst feelings as a coach is when you're in search mode, just trying to find the right group. Uh, it's so weird, isn't it? Yes, it is. Like, keep searching to the same spot. Like, you can't find it. It's like, I keep looking um, for my keys, but they're not in the drawer. He may have just what been about in the closet. That Let quote, me check again, the drawer the, again. The, the audio the was tough tonight. That, that quote may have actually just been about tonight's rotation and not necessarily the bench. Um, but obviously, he felt like he was in search mode one way or another. Uh, he said, you can't control the makes or the misses, but you can control the effort. Um, shouted out the assist-to-turnover ratio as a positive takeaway. But the rebounding, they got dominated in the paint as well. That's another common denominator in, in where they've struggled and, and when they've lost. Um, Aaron Gordon called himself out for JJJ's hot start. Says he could have been more focused as well. Um, of course, well, at least one of those threes was pretty lucky, but... Uh, on on the injury, he said he took a finger to, quote, like the back of my eyeball, end quote. Ouch. Uh, he says he has some scratches, but the med, staff, the med staff gave him some eye drops. He should be good to go. AG, um, still chill. Still very laid back. No matter. <laughs> no, he was a chill bro. He was so chill about the eye drops. Um, Wish he, he would have been like, the scratch kind of killed my They're giving him vibe, eye drops? Man. He showed killed it to us. Vibe. He's probably got some. They gave me these eye drops to <laughs> <laughs> visine. He's probably got um, some. <laughs> 
Yeah, Jokic on Michael Porter Jr. The bad games are going to come. It happens to everyone. He actually did take the opportunity to compliment Porter for once. Still said he's still a really good shooter, really good scorer, can help us with the rebounding. Um, he's not too worried. Uh, on AG, AG's doing a good job attacking the rim, and according to Jokic, he can do it even more. Uh, and that's about it, guys. Not a, not a very fruitful availability tonight. Here's a question that's been put forth in the chat, which sure. I actually think has uh, maybe a little bit of validity to it. Uh, the night last night was Halloween. Did the Nuggets go out trick or treating? That, no. Did they go out <laughs> looking for bloody slash sexy? Oh, <laughs> Were they all out on the town for Halloween? You, you hear what do you think like, he's talking about here, folks? <laughs> Bloody slash sexy. Yeah, I'm not. Sh I'm trying to pick it, piece it all together here. Uh, quickly, I'll catch everyone else knows. I'll catch you up quickly uh, when women. Oh, okay, I got it. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Will Barton went out. It is his city, and my saying, goodness, like, did he look? Will terrible. Barton had a really bad. Like, we didn't even mention it today, but like, he, he was, was really terrible. He was, he was really, really bad. True. Everybody thinks Will Barton plays well in Memphis. He did play well last time, but now three out of his last four games in Memphis have been bad. Wind chimes. Yeah. So he played really, really poorly. By the way, that third quarter stint for the bench was so, so, so bad. But a big part of it being so bad was. You know, Will Barton couldn't help them much either. He was yeah. pretty bad all night. Good, so. well, bad well, what's, what's this question I'm seeing Malone got about um, that he's hoping for a better effort Wednesday and a remedy for that, and he said bench them? Oh, so he just said, you know, he didn't think they were ready to play, and I believe, again, we couldn't hear, there was a follow-up on what do you do when guys aren't ready to play, and he just said bench them. <laughs> okay. It's noteworthy Austin Rivers didn't play tonight. I mean, nope. it's noteworthy, so. Yeah. I mean, look, we talked about this a little earlier, but Bones kind of got in after that first bench substitution pattern thing. Yeah. Austin Rivers is cl clearly out of the rotation now. I don't see him coming back in anytime soon. But I think as the games go on, Bones is going to creep in more towards that first you know, couple substitutions. I hope so. I hope so, man. Kind of seems to be maybe like the bridge, right, as they work their way from starters to Barton and Bench and back and forth. Like, Bones has been involved, and he's getting some minutes with the starters. So Bring that's him encouraging. A little, a little sooner. A little sooner. Yeah. Um, that wraps it up for today, guys. I want to remind everybody that's watching right now, you guys are our target audience. We're going to have a second screen for the Wednesday's game, a second screen experience. We're going to be watching along with this brand-new platform. It's called Playback, where you can watch – the game so you log in it looks actually just like this only instead of the the losers lounge at the moment it would be the denver nuggets game you hear our voices but you see the game along with us it's really really cool we're going to open it up first to dnvr members um so obviously be on the lookout i think i'll post the link tomorrow on the dnvr.com you guys can check it out play around but it's going to be a lot of fun i can't wait for this because i am looking forward to watching the game with you guys it's going to be a little bit like the list live where hopefully i'm pointing some things out as we go having some conversations having some banter it should be a really good time um so set your watches wednesday we'll be doing that one let me hold on yeah hold on just get on this last time wednesday. i set my watch when i was in third grade <laughs> seriously you had a watch in all right third guys grade? hit the like on the way out we're going home it's a rolex probably if you're looking to go back to school maybe finish up your undergrad degree or maybe you've already gotten your undergrad you're looking to go back to school and get another degree msu denver online is really the best option that you could ask for super affordable and they give you a great education a lot of the teachers at msu denver online actually work in the field that they're teaching so it's a great networking opportunity as well and like i said it's really affordable msu denver online is also offering free application fees so you can use dnvr sports to waive your application fee at msu denver online if you're signing up for maybe classes in the upcoming fall semester so no matter what type of student you are, no matter what type of schedule you're working, check out MSU Denver online today. You can view their entire course list at msudenver.edu backslash online.